Hello, 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 and welcome to 2022. It is so nice to be back here on The Voice of Jesse Chris, starting up my podcast again. Um, I am in the process of arranging more people-to-people podcasts with interviews, but I'm learning that uh, with the state of the world nowadays and how busy all my friends are at at the age that I'm at, um, it's kind of crazy to to arrange even a 30-minute interview. And I like to maintain that my podcasts stay in the 30-minute range because, I don't know, I just don't want it to be too long because if I let it run too long, I just end up rambling. Anyways, as you guys can tell by the title of this podcast, I'm going to be addressing how to have a decent conversation. I can't talk. How to have a decent conversation via text. Yeah. So on our agenda today, uh, we have a whole bunch of fun things to address this specific topic. And uh, I have to mention, by the way, that I record my podcast on my stream, my live stream on twitch.tv backslash Chris. And uh, right now in my chat, I have uh, um, some, uh, a guy named Johnny, and um, I have a couple of regulars, but it's currently 4.53 in the morning. I just got done teaching my first long day back after a two-week break where I wasn't dancing at all. And uh, so I'm, I am just wired and awake at this point. Anyways, on the agenda today... We have uh, addressed the difficulties of engaging in a meaningful text message experience with another person. And I am not going to be covering group text. I mean, like, I can go into it a little bit, but I really want to dig into, like, a one-on-one conversation with the person where you both get something out of it and that it's meaningful. And then uh, going over the basic mechanics of a conversation in general, like even in person, per, you know, people to people. <laughs> Anyways, and my philosophy and theory on what makes conversations meaningful in the first place. Again, this is completely subjective and biased because obviously it's an opinion from me. All right. I'm not an expert on anything. I just meet a lot of people, at least three new people a week because of the state of my job. And... I've experimented with, you know, talking in different ways. Uh, Then later we're going to be visiting a section of this one website that I used to use a lot when I was uh, trying to figure all these things out called conversationstartersworld.com. That it, it just has a bunch of questions and conversation starters in all different types of scenarios and it really helped me like learn um what makes a conversation interesting in general so there's that then i will go to the wheel and check out the best questions to ask via text in that uh that same that same situation okay let's get it started and let's talk about why it's hard in general to have a good text message conversation and simply put it's because you can't control how the person interprets the writing, yeah? So if you were to write a book, not like the difference between like movies and like books, right? You can get a whole bunch of people that have watched the same movie. Hold on, I'm going to open this Coke and drink a little bit. So you got a whole bunch of people that uh, watch the same movie and then they see everything and it's all controlled. So it's like, you know, you... You watch the same exact scene, it's very easy to interpret it the same exact way. Meanwhile, books, 
right? You you don't have that. P- two people that read the same books, you know, unless it's an incredibly descriptive writer, they don't they don't usually see the same exact thing because I, adjectives can be interpreted different ways. So something that is slick, cool, amazing are all biased and subjective opinions that everybody changes up, right? So that's what you're judging on in a movie with somebody else. So like, oh man, I thought Obi-Wan Kenobi was amazing in this. And somebody can disagree and then they'll have that argument. But depending on the story, which is more important in a book, it's, you know, it's different. So you have to uh, realize that when you're texting someone. <laughs> because even though you say it a certain way, they can't see all the other things that would happen in a normal conversation that give the material, the source material, context, right? So they don't see facial expression. They don't hear tone of voice. They don't see body language, gestures. So all you have is text, yeah? And depending on how old you are, what you're exposed to, how wide your vocabulary is, how much, how well you are at slang, those are all contributing fl- factors to who you know how your conversation is going to go in your text. Like for instance, if you're texting somebody completely new about a job interview, what? tone would you use what vocabulary would you use in that and uh, my general rule of thumb if you're ever texting and you're, you're stuck in that position is to start small all right you don't want to make a big old personality in via text message you don't want to send a paragraph that kind of lays out who you are exactly and then um all of a sudden you find out that the person that you're trying to like message has a completely different view and you can't change it at that point. That whole paragraph told everything about you, your bio, everything, you know, at that point, I like, I feel like that, that it's better off to be a call, right? Um, some people like text though, not going to complain about that. We are in a changing world. Um, and I don't like, I don't even like making calls all the time so like it your your texting game if it's on point it's on point um so there's that um when you're uh texting a friend right that you are close to you have a completely different language and it's not so difficult because they know you they've met you in person and they know how you talk now what's very interesting is nowadays we have friends that are on minecraft or on video you know what i mean like video games where it's text only communication and we become close to them that we start learning their lingo and how they talk and their type of humor via text yeah and uh we get better at explaining and communicating those emotions via text because of that and i feel like that's where majority of my communication um started uh skyrocketing is when i started uh messaging more people i used to be uh, a moderator on a minecraft server um, and the minecraft server was open to the entire world and so everybody's range of english was completely different and so you had to 
you had to like you know really try to understand what people are saying some people would get very mad you know like i'm i was in my mid-20s uh when i was doing this and there are people in their 40s that like were getting really angry about this video game because you know it's kind of their leisure time and i get it and i would have to find ways to calm them down via text only and that was a very daunting task because, again, you can't hear tone. You can't hear if they're calming down. You can't hear if they're still angry. You just have to kind of read the context around it. Um, so what I would do with that is understand this. Okay, This is like kind of my main point about conversations via text or not in, in person in general. You have more credibility with how you react than you do with what you say. Now, I'm going to break that down. What I mean by that is when you are talking to somebody uh, via text or in person, conversations in general, this is where I'm, where I'm at, you are telling them information about you through whatever scenario you're talking about. Okay. So if uh, we're on a conversation about dropping off my cat to the best cat hotel in the area, as I'm talking about my cat, you're learning how I feel about cats, how I feel about animals, how I feel about putting cats in a hotel, where that value is to me, if you know, like how I feel about it. I'm telling you more information about me than the actual thing we're talking about so it's how you react that's where you give the most credibility because you are taking control of a situation that you are not in control of if somebody were to talk to me about something how i react would be the most trustworthy response and like um and depiction of my character is how I react. Just like in acting, acting is reacting. Ooh, 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 ooh! I don't mean to do this. Okay, didn't I, I click something? Anyways, so acting is reacting. Yeah, it's how you react to a situation. It's not what you say. I can say anything. I can lie. All right, anybody can say anything. Anybody can lie about it. It's how you react to those things. Yeah. Um, so if you're talking to somebody, it's really, really important to listen, to really listen, to get all that information, how they feel about the cat, how they feel about cat hotels before you can make a proper response. If you found out in the conversation that they love cat hotels, they wish that their cat was skinnier <laughs> or something like that, yeah? I, this is a random... I don't have a cat, okay? I'm, I'm just coming up with this, like, this random, random scenario. If if you're going to hear where their values are at, like, why do you want your cat skinnier, you know, and, and things like that, or, or be like, well, you know, if a cat has a good hotel, like, they're probably going to feed it a lot, and it's going to... Yeah, I'd like, just, just show that you're listening, and that already gives out good character. And that's that's kind of where I'm getting at to have a good text message. You text message conversation. You you have to listen. Yeah? Otherwise, you guys are both going to be spitting just knowledge about yourselves to each other. 
and nobody's going to really get anything out of it because they won't feel that validation that they were being listened to. And that's very important. Like whether you're texting your crush, your girlfriend, your your friend, your uh, anybody, your it, it, it's an interaction of validation. Yeah. If somebody's really upset, how do they feel better? It's usually by somebody on the other end being quiet and listening because they just want to be there for you. And that alone is soothing. So a big thing is to listen and to be aware of what you're doing in the conversation. If you're super excited about something, sometimes you don't listen. Sometimes you butt in and you interrupt and, you know, you you realize you're you're taking away that validation from another person. And if you have that awareness to catch yourself in that moment. Acknowledge it, firstly. So say like, oh, I'm so sorry I interrupted you. Oh, I'm so sorry. Like, uh, uh, tell me again about this, blah, 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 specific because I was listening to you kind of vibe. Yeah, that's what you want to do. That's how you want to be uh, in a conversation to make it meaningful. And then now I'm, I'm that whole time I was talking about actual person to person conversation. Now you have to translate that to via text. So if somebody's talking about something in particular uh, via text, you listen to it and you respond to that message. You don't just out of nowhere talk about how that scenario happened to you immediately from that because then that person will be like, do they even listen to what I said? They're just talking about themselves now. Yeah. And that's how you have meaningful conversation. So you have to um, later on in the podcast when I do that other section where I do like the best questions asked via text and all that stuff, we're going to see if those are those those questions actually hold up and if I would recommend them. Uh, but, you know, there, there's there's that now. Texting has also evolved. We have the use of emotes now and uh, GIFs. So the whole game has changed because now you can be funny again via text without having to just be sarcastic. And sarcasm does not sell well sometimes, especially to, to sensitive people that can't really read into sarcasm, especially via text. Like to certain people, reading sarcasm is the first thing you 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 do <laughs> but to others they have no lens for it and they read it as it is de-escalation yes johnny in my chat just said it's also the first step to verbal de-escalation you have to show that you're listening exactly it's important um did they uh Johnny's an RN. Did they teach that to you in like the hospital, like you know, de-escalation in terms of dealing with uh, patients and such? Uh, I'm I'm asking them. I got I got to find out. Yeah, see, so you know, it, it's a known thing. You have to show that you're listening. Yeah, <laughs> and in that scenario, when you're having a conversation with a person, eye contact huge. Yeah, it's really hard for me to do on stream because like the camera is so small compared to like my four monitors just like in my face so i i always have something to look at but um yeah looking at the camera is something i should probably start doing more because i am listening to my chat you know um and uh trying to to be that 
I don't know. See, that's another thing. I know this is off topic, but like there's something about knowing that you're the good in the world. So try to be a good listener. Try, you know, like there, there are those selfish people out there that don't even have that awareness to be that person. We've all, we've all met that person. We've all talked to that person. They're, they're just nonstop talking about themselves. But I guess at my age, I look at that and I see that as, as, not not as something that I, I I can be offended by, but rather something I feel sorry for, because that means that nobody listened to them, and I am the first person, probably in a long time to 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 listen. That's why I love Sarah. Sarah listens to me every time I rant about anything, and she's a really good listener. You know, it's to the point where I've been with her so long that like I actually want her to talk more because. She's listened so well that, like, I need your side now. Please communicate with me how you feel, what your opinion is. And that's weird because I'm pretty much neutral on everything that I can kind of go with the flow with anything. But I need an opinion from her. <laughs> and, 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 and it's that's, it's it's just what it is. So text messages, right? Going back onto that topic. Um what makes them meaningful is listening and that validation going back and forth. So to have a good conversation, I know the first thing that comes to mind is that you need to talk. No, no, no. You need to listen. And you need responses that are specific to the topic in which you guys are talking about, where you guys resonate in terms of subject matter. Uh, I have a minute 17 left for this segment, so I'm just kind of wrapping up that the most important thing is to react to how this, you know, what they're talking. And if you have something exciting to say, say it, but make sure that they are validated and that they are listened to first and then go. I know it sounds very people pleasing ish uh, how I'm saying all this, but it's it's what keeps that energy flowing back and forth especially if you're talking to somebody that you really want to keep talking to to learn more about or you want them to learn more about you that can only happen at the exchange of learning more about them if they want to be learn more about you know some people like to be mysterious and that's okay too and if if they want to be mysterious vocalize how you're they're mysterious that is a reaction you know that is oh wow you are mysterious wow i i I really can't get to know you and like so you're you're more of a keep it to yourself kind of person huh and then they'll respond how they respond and if they don't want to talk you know there's that all right well there we go that there's an ad of course course there's an ad um anyways we've hit our first segment here with the voice of jesse chris about what makes a meaningful text message conversation and uh in the next segment i'm gonna actually be going to the wheel welcome back welcome back welcome back hopefully you heard an ad of me talking about anchor because that is what i'm recording on really really enjoy this app i can't wait to talk about more um different ads because i find that fun anyways 
So we are going to be talking here now about the the recommended uh, text questions that this website has provided. The website, again, is conversationstartersworld.com. It just has a whole bunch of different questions, prompts to get conversations going. Uh, I am not by any means sponsored by the site. And reading through some of them recently... Uh, they're kind of biased. <laughs> like there, there's there's this one segment called uh, questions to ask guys and questions to ask girls, and I'm like, why is that any different? But I, I mean, it kind of is, but it's it's weird. Anyways, all right, so we're gonna go to the wheel here, and uh, we're gonna find out what the questions are, and we'll talk about it. Here we go. So the first one is. It says, what happens? Okay, so let's see. Text message question recommended. What happens in real life but rarely gets portrayed in movies? Ooh, that is oh, that is a good question. Let's think about that. There's probably so many things. There's probably so many things. Oh, my God, going to the bathroom. Going to the bathroom or eating. Eating happens, but it's never realistic. You know what I mean? Uh, going to the bathroom, that's definitely one. Like when people are like on a epic adventure being chased by spies and stuff. Nobody poos. Nobody pees. Nobody wants to. Nobody wants to eat. That's a good question. Man, that is a good question. Again, subjective to the type of person though, yeah? Can you imagine if somebody was just like, yeah, you know, I traveled to Sweden once and um i had a blast out there i i really want to go back yeah that's cool what happens in real life but rarely gets portrayed in movies okay it's all about the delivery you don't you don't just go right into that obviously um you would probably see the thing about these questions is like they're kind of random so it, it's hard to uh to go at it but I, I mean if you are at a dead end and you don't know how to execute like segueing into these questions you can literally preface with um i want to talk to you about something because i want to get to know you more or because i think your opinions are dope and i have this website here called conversationstartersworld.com and it says like really good questions to ask i'm gonna ask you this all right so Oh, this one's weird. Uh, it goes, what happens in real life but rarely gets portrayed in movies? <laughs> and then you can respond with a GIF. Or like, respond GIFs only. Respond emotes only. Like, that's the cool thing about texting nowadays is that you have things like that. Back in my day, you couldn't do that with T9 texting. You had a colon and a backslash to say that you're unsure about something. You know, it's a complete, completely different vibe. Hey, Audiv. Oh, and uh, we have Audiv now in my chat. That goes to show how long I've been awake because that means he just woke up. Um, but yeah, we are going through what makes – I'm recording a podcast, by the way. We are going through what makes um, text message conversations meaningful. And I'm going through this wheel right now to see what questions um, – are actually good suggestions from this website to like get conversations going through text. All right, all right, and um, you know, Audiv, uh, I you know, don't want to put you in the spotlight or anything, but uh, 
I feel like you may be looking for love, so maybe this can come in handy conversationally. Who knows? Not me giving you advice, but rather having the conversation about it. You know what I mean? For the first half of this podcast, by the way, we were talking about how conversations are only meaningful when both people involved are actively listening to each other and giving each other that validation of like responding. And I think you would understand that, and I'm sure you have that down. So, just speaking out loud. Okay, so let's see if this next question here is a good one via text. If you're trying to get to know somebody or start a conversation with them and have a segue. Let's add that in because a lot of these, ooh, we're going with the number one. Number one, all right, let's see what this is. What's your go-to video or GIF for a laugh? Wow. See, that's great. You can send links now via text. That's something to uh, to go in. Now, to segue into this, uh, depending on – so if you are at the beginning of the conversation, literally just send that video. Send that video that makes you like laugh. Just send it in my opinion just to be that bold. If you're a little bit more introverted, then start off with something like, hey, you want to see something funny or something like that. But – uh, send it, and then they're gonna be like, "Whoa, what the heck is this? This is funny. This is weird. This is what?" Like, or even better, when you find your soulmate, "Oh, I love this show. I watch this video all the time." Something like that, you know. It'll start something, and then that'll segue you into other things. Like, what's? And then at that point, you'll be like, "Yeah, that's my go-to video to watch. What's your go-to video?" And again, soulmate answer. That was what? Can you imagine? Um, but no. Uh, <laughs> If 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 that's if that's like what you're trying to segue into, you know your go-to video or gif for a laugh. That's a, this is a really good question. This is good. This is really good via text. This is a good way to get meaningful conversation via text right away. Send a gif. Anybody can say hi. Anybody can say hey. Anybody can say what's up. But. It takes a lot to be vulnerable and then show your personality off the jump by sending a video of a banana just going up and down diagonally on the screen. Saying that it's peanut butter jelly time. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that that's my go-to video. I'm saying that's an example of one. Alright. So, uh, there's that. Okay, man, you copy. Otto says lies. Maybe. 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 I do enjoy the video. I haven't really thought of what my favorite one is. And because I came off the top of the dope, it could be it. That could be the reason. Alright, let's see what this next one is. What song has the best intro? Damn, that's a good one. Especially as a dance teacher, I can respect this question. So, um, a good way to segue in a a text question like this, if you're mid-conversation, is if you're talking about something where somebody walked in, where somebody came in, or if the person said something random, like, well, that's a weird way to segue that. And it's like, you know, that's weird. That, that, that's something I can think about is like, what, what song has the best intro? Like, you know how some songs, you just listen to it for two seconds and you're just like, that's the one. I want to listen to the whole song. What song is the best intro? And that's a good way to segue into this question. And this is a good question because it goes to show 
it, it says a couple things actually. It says um, their taste in music right off the jump. You learn um, what they value in music: percussion, beautiful noises, um, silence, or if they don't like music at all. And attention span. That's what. That's something that's very hidden in this. That they. Um, that it, it it goes in this question is that, is that you learn their attention span. The second they listen to a song, what has the best intro that gets them hooked? You know, some people, some people skip in the first one second. So like intro, finding the best intro is a big deal. And a good question. And then you find out what type of person off the jump. So this is a really good question. I rate this one 10 out of 10 in terms of via text message questions. And you can send Spotify links now where you can find my podcast. Also on Apple Music. Also on Anchor.fm. Shameless plug. I don't care. Um, so there's that. Okay. Let's do the next one. Next one, next one. How much time do I have? Five minutes. Hell yeah. Oh, this one hurts to just even read out loud. What's the worst text that you accidentally sent? And then if they don't respond, you say... Well, I know mine. <laughs> um, but sometimes, again, you learn a lot of things about somebody. You learn how clumsy somebody can be. And you learn about whatever that conversation is. Okay, so what? Okay, hypothetically, whatever conversation the opposing person brings up at that point, you learn a lot about their values. Because usually what creates an accidental scent story, or the best one at the very least, or the worst one I should say, is a person of value receives a text from you where you are vulnerable and don't show your own personal value. So whatever you get from this story after you segue into this text message, you're going to see what they value. And what parts of themselves they belittle. So that's a great question. Also another 10 out of 10. But hard to segue in. So maybe not 10 out of 10 for what to ask. I think this is a very out of nowhere question that you can only come up with out of nowhere. So I'm going to have to say that this one is a 7. Knocks it down 3. Because the whole thing about a conversation is you want it to be fluid. And if you can't segue it, then it's very difficult for it to feel genuine. Yeah? Like I said, like the biggest thing is reacting. So segueing into um, where are some no's in texting um, to ruin that flow. So, okay, yeah. So some no's in texting are to ruin that flow, um, to kill the vibe, and to not listen. Yeah. Like, I get, I don't know if this is like the Libra in me or just my personal experience, but the big, my, my, the biggest deal, in my opinion, when you're having a conversation via text 
is to not overload and have it be one-sided. It has to be pretty fair. What ruins a text flow? That okay, so that's a that's a really good question. Is is uh, um that break that break in subject matter? Okay, so why this is a, a no in in texting is because as you are talking to somebody, let's say we're talking about I'm, I don't know why this is my my go to example right now. If talking about putting my cat in a pet hotel. And then out of nowhere, I go, hey, what's the worst text that you accidentally sent? It changes the whole gist. It has nothing to do with the cat, hotels, or the fact that I'm in a dilemma where I have to put my cat in a hotel because I'm going on vacation somewhere or something. Right? So that'll – this negates all of that and then the person has to be – yes. There you go. Yes. Keep it relevant. Nice, Adiv. You have to you have to keep it relevant, and that's the thing that you you learn in time is how to make things that are irrelevant relevant. Yeah. So you know, like one time my cat accidentally did this. Now you can actually correlate an accident with an accidental text, right? But then it takes a lot more work. So if this is what your end goal is to ask, what's the worst text that you accidentally sent from the cat hotel scenario? You would have to go through like three degrees of a segue to get to this question. And in that time, you're not being a genuine person. You have a you have an agenda. Yeah. The second you have an agenda that lasts longer than I want to say 10 minutes, <laughs> which is how long I think it would take to get from a cat hotel to this question. You stop being an authentic human being. <laughs> Again, biased opinion, but that, you know, that's that's my vibe with it. So, uh, yeah, let's do we have time for another one. Oh, we have one minute. Okay, so I guess we got to wrap up. Damn, these were fun. So, going over the same things and then these great questions, yeah? Sending gifts, emotes. All that to show your personality. It's just other ways. Uh, uh, YouTube URLs, video URLs, website URLs. These are all ways to show your personality now via text that you can't do in person, which is what makes it, it, it which is what makes it unique. Okay. Um, do not ruin text flow. Keep it relevant, and to create a segue to something that you want to talk about. You make the irrelevant relevant by leading into it, by finding similar things within the topics you are talking about to bring it forth. But you can't spend too much time trying to get to that. If any, all right, all right, time out. I um, this is a post kind of re-edit thing. I'm editing my podcast right now, and I couldn't hear it live when I was recording it. But the alarm clock for the timer ran out. At, during my final statements of this podcast, and um, I, uh, I basically say, if anything, it's actually better to be more honest and say something like, hey, I want to talk about this with you, can we? At the end of the day, they interpret the words how they want to interpret it because you don't have any control over how they interpret information. You can only control what you say and how you respond, and once you are aware of what you are capable of – you can become a better listener and create more meaningful conversations via text. So that is basically what I say at the ending there. Um, I I did not hear the alarm clock because I turned off my output settings, but that is how I ended that podcast. 
I hope it helps in your next text conversation. And uh, you can catch me live on twitch.tv backslash jessechris when I record these podcasts. A lot of the time I'm playing video games on there. But if you see in the title it says recording podcast, then you know. And how you know when I go live is you follow me on Twitch. All right, guys, visit jessechris.com for all things Jesse Chris, and I'll catch you in the next podcast.